lovely cushion header for Gerrard! Oh, beauty! What a headshot! What a head! Ronaldo, he just slipped in behind Florenzi now. Ronaldo! This is Views from the Touchline. And welcome back to Views from the Touchline. I'm your host, Billy Rogers. Alongside me is Alan Smith on a beautiful Friday afternoon. Um, how are you guys doing? Good, good to be back on the air. Alan, how are you doing today? I'm good. How are you? Just finished my practical in uh, anatomy, so I'm not doing too bad. Just got a lighter load for the weekend. But uh, yeah, I'm all right. I've got a presentation coming up on Monday, so I'm pretty excited for that. Um, it's gonna be a rough weekend of work. Yeah, I, I'm, I'm I'm jealous you finish your stuff because I have to do homework all weekend pretty much. I mean, I have to talk about French. I have to learn about French culture over the weekend. So I mean, my it'll be uh, interesting. What is French? So like we're talking about different castles and between like uh, there's like Gothic style and then there's Roman style, and just okay, that sounds absolutely exhilarating. That sounds like the most interesting information. Imagine that. Like, and then I have to talk about the French Revolution, the Reign of Terror, Charlemagne, etc. So, I swear, teachers, like, they make that stuff the most boring possible because, like, that stuff is not like so uninter- uninteresting. But like the teach the way people teach it, it becomes so boring. It does because it's so. <laughs> there's no way you can make it in class. It's like applied learning. Like in my anatomy class, it's applied learning. It's different. Like. I'm literally it's hands on. Yeah, yeah, it's hands on. So I can like so talk, talking about our clavicle. So right now I'm like feeling my clavicle, and that's something that's on my body that's being active and has a purpose. In French culture, what I'm, I'm gonna, that's in the past. No offense to French culture, but it's in the past. I'm not really like yeah. No offense taken. Uh, I'm just like over it. But I mean, it's okay. Interesting. Uh, well, let's. You mentioned before we started. Let's talk real quick about our, about our podcast itself. How do you think we're doing so far? How are you feeling? I want to look up here real quick. We started the 21st, I want to say, right? It's like, we're almost coming up 10 weeks. We're at eight On weeks. 10 weeks? We're at like 8 or 9 weeks. Yeah, I'm looking right now. But we started the 20th. I, I got to campus on the 18th. When did you get to campus? Was it the 28th, actually? Yeah, I got 10, year, 10, day, 10 years. 10 days later. After, after yeah, because you had... Tra- you had uh, preseason, pre-season. Yeah. So I'm looking here. I think you started... We, I guess we started Monday, 28th? Or maybe, maybe it was the Friday. Something like that. Yeah, so I'll look. But I think it's like 1, 2, 3, 4, 5, 6... Seven, eight, yes. Yeah, coming around like nine, ten weeks right now. Yeah. So like we're getting close to ten weeks. Like, how are you feeling in terms of just in general, the, the entire operation? Yeah. I mean, yeah. I mean, we're moving slowly but surely. We're not trying to dive into things and be so advanced in the way we set up our podcast. I mean, I watched Joe Rogan's podcast. I mean, listen to Joe, listen and watch because it's on YouTube and it's streamed, and uh, he has a system where he'll have like a like an eye his icon spinning before the um before the podcast starts and then he'll introduce himself introduce the in the guest and he has a third person there that's like their fact checker their fact oh, that's, checker. that's very helpful yeah. yeah so i mean people like my parents were telling me and other people tell me why don't you just have the info right up like write it right there because we're not the news we don't want we want to go off things that are top of our head, right? Yeah. We would like to sort of... Comment on it, yeah. And tell our yeah, like have obviously. our con- cognitive theory on what we're talking about, like more fluid. And it makes us actually smarter by remembering these things and not necessarily like writing them down and having them in a list. Not that we don't do that. We have like structure in what we do, but it's different as in this guy's like, all right, can you tell me what like the 25th element is? This this is what Joe Rogan did like last night with the guy that he was had had on his pocket. He's, and he was talking about the UFOs and whatever. But it was very interesting in um, what he does and how he presents his podcast. It's like a 
like a 60 minutes interview. Yeah. But in I think three hour format. Yeah, I think the best way if we want guests constantly on the show would be to plan it weeks ahead of time. Right. Or we set the time up instead of like, I feel like a lot of times like for guests, we're kind of like the day over day before like, hey, you want to come on today or whatever. So yeah. I think like since we know our recording dates and times, we might as well like you find someone you like, I find someone you like. Yeah. If you want to have someone on, just schedule it at a time. Right. And we need, we need people that are not going to flake on us. That's true, yeah. We, we've had this happen to us multiple times. Not saying that these people, they're, they have their own schedules and they're busy. Just that they're a little, they're microphone shy or camera yeah, shy. I mean, or, then again, though, it is also because we do it last minute. And yeah, like, we do do last minute. Based on lack of information and like probably they're a little uncertain in terms yeah. of like the situation. I can see that the reason why. It makes sense, but like, you know, I agree though, but like once we find a schedule ahead of time and literally say, hey, we're having this talk on this day in terms yeah. of this, do you want to talk about X, Y, and Z on this day, like two weeks from now, yeah. then it's impossible to like, then you can prepare for it, you can understand it and stuff. So I think like that's something I was thinking of, I forgot to mention to you earlier, but yeah, that's fine. I think that's something like, if you want to have guests, that would be like the kind of like the best appointments. way. Like for example, today my dad was on campus for the board of trustees thing, right. and I literally texted him probably an hour ago saying, hey, we're recording an episode, you want to come on it? And he didn't answer yet, because obviously he's busy He's now. busy with this. But thing. if I literally said two weeks ago, when he told me he's going to be on campus, I could be like, hey, we're recording our episode on that Friday when you show up. Can you get here an hour early and record with us? Something like that. Like, right. that would have obviously worked right there. I mean, it's, yeah, we'll, we'll figure that those things out. And I mean, it's a process, and I like the process that we're doing and the way we're getting things done. Very simplistic, and but it's getting to the point, and it's very being very productive. But, Last thing I'll say, I think I definitely want to, like, upgrade our microphone. Yeah. I want to, like... I want to have it to the point where you can hold a mic, I can hold a mic, and it just the audio will sound yeah. crisp. Like and right like, now, we talk. Into, we're so close yeah. together right now. Like, yeah, exactly. We're, like, we're shoulder to shoulder talking about these things, and no, when reality, <laughs> and when reality, <laughs> right? Yeah, we can be like, all right, like corner of the table, like I'm talking into my microphone, and you're talking to that microphone. It'd be that much easier, but we'll get there. I mean, Christmas is around the corner. That's that's what I was saying. I want one of those audio mixers or some of that too. Yeah, business cards. Yeah, you know. business cards will be cool. I, I think. Yeah, that's honestly, I think. Uh, you ever heard of Vistaprint? I think so, yeah. Yeah, they have a cheap business card. We'll look at that. We'll look We'll look into that. Yeah. Okay, well, let's talk about soccer. Obviously, yeah. the main purpose of our podcast. Um, I think this was a pretty slow week in terms of, uh, since Monday, obviously, in terms of, or Tuesday, I should say, uh, in terms of, of soccer news and stuff. But you had the uh, Karibo Cup, that uh, the fourth round finished up. Uh, a bunch of big clubs played in advance. Obviously, the, he had the draw. Uh, I think you had some games in the Spanish, Spanish Cup and MLS Cup. Uh, the playoffs began for that as well. So we'll talk a little bit about that today. Let's start off with the Karibo Cup, obviously. One of my favorite games from the uh, from the week. Uh, Arsenal beat North City in extra time, 2-1. to one. Um, My man, Eddie uh, Nketia, coming on. Never heard of him in my life. Yeah, this man is probably, I want to say he is 19 years old. But let me just make sure. But uh, he came on and he literally scored probably 30 minutes after, not 30 minutes, 30 seconds after coming was on. Was it right place, kick. right time with his goals or was it... It was. I honestly think it was. Or was it, was, it a solo effort type thing? It was. A, it was. It was a corner kick. So he got came in and he just uh, ghosted, yeah. in, fresh legs. You know, new input into the game, and he kind of just ghosted in and he tapped in from about three or four yards away mm-hmm. off a corner kick and so like right place, right time. Yeah, that was his first goal, and then his second goal was off a corner kick again in the uh, in the first period of overtime, and he got up. Like this yeah. kid. This kid's like he's not that tall. Like it says right here that um, I'm not sure how tall he's. I'll, I'll, I'll figure this out. But he's like he's decent height. Uh, but he literally, like, I believe he's 18 right now, and uh, he got he got up, and he just powered header into the corner to go up 2-1. Yeah. And they played, like, crap the entire game, like, literally horseshit the entire game, until this man came on and just made the difference, and they started, like, um, yeah. Norwich had a lot of chances, too. It was scary. 
What was I, I watched most of the game, man. I was getting hard. It was, it was like one of those Arsenal performances yeah. of five, five, four or five years ago where they dominate the game, possess the ball, but they just ha- have nothing going forward and then they get counted what, on. And what my thought process is behind the scenes of this and how he got in the fixture and how he changed the game was they have no evidence of his playing style or how he is exactly and on set pieces or anything like that because exactly. they do they do film analysis uh, every week uh, leading up to the game. Obviously, I would hope so. And they talk about all right, who's going to be where on which set play and what. And there's no shot that mentioned. There's no shot that they, Edward Nketiah, yeah, an 18 year old from Lu- from that from, he'd uh, make an impact in necessarily, from Lewisham, England, yeah. yeah, that he would necessarily come in the game and make an impact. So I mean, that's one of the biggest things. He seems like he's a player right now. So I mean, yeah, I mean, this guy's 18, playing for the Arsenal under 23s. He's so like, that's he's five years out of his out of his depth, and he also plays for England under 19s as well. So awesome. he's. A year out of his death, but you know, this guy looks pretty promising. But I think it's a lot of times where you see these youngsters do things like this, and their name will be like on everyone's like mouth for a solid thing. week or two, and like, then like either they sink or they swim. Yeah. For like you said, Rashford. Rashford or came on. Yeah, exactly. They bust in the scene. They play well. Do something amazing, and everyone's talking about it. And like they talk, 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 and either these guys freak out, and it's done. You don't hear about them ever again. Like Jack Wilshere, for example, or with Bar- that whole yeah. Barcelona game where yeah. he was like 18 years with old. Iniesta and Xavi yeah, talking yeah. about him after. Yeah, and then like after that, how much have you heard Jack Wilshere's name besides about being injured or in terms Smoking of like in public or? Yeah, <laughs> and he's getting back to his best, I, I think. But uh, I I just think that you don't really hear much about Jack Wilshere now, like um, in terms of it's like Jesse Lingard, yeah. too. It seems like just yesterday he was like that 18 year older who was beating Barcelona single handedly by himself. Right. <laughs> It's a process for that he has to go through. I mean, he has. It seems like he's been training for the with the first team for the past two weeks, three weeks or so. He's played Europa League as well yeah. and so, much of the Cup games. So. so I'm excited for. Thierry Henry is probably a good influencer on his progression as a player. So it'll be interesting to see what happens with him in the next couple of years. Okay, well, let's run through a few other scores after you talk, we talk about that real quick. Um, Bournemouth beat Middlesbrough three one. Yeah, it's irrelevant. Yeah, I'm, I'm just I'm just running through any because this it was such a slow week of, of irrelevant scores. Obviously that you know. Um, Bristol City won. That's the one. Bristol City is actually the one small team that still is in is in the uh, what's called the uh, the Caribo Cup because you still have what's the is that a League One side? I believe. It? Yeah, I think Bristol City is. Yeah, and you have I'll look up real quick. But you have like uh, what's it called? You have literally Chelsea, uh, Man United, Arsenal, Man and Man City all left in the uh, in, in the uh, in the cup. Uh, as Man City won on penalties versus Wolverhampton versus Wolves at home, which I was kind of surprised. You, they should be. There was them one home. kid that I saw that completely roasted Kyle Walker. Are you serious? Yeah, he did a you know that drag back combination that I do. So you do like the L the L drag yeah. and then you pull with the with the V. Oh, so like so he did drag back he did drag back. he did a drag behind the back L and then pulled and did a V. Yeah, he sent like Kyle Walker like the opposite direction. <laughs> How old was the dude? This kid's like nineteen. He was killing it. I think I could show you. Yeah, they're in the championship, so yeah. they're they're League One basically. The one yeah, below. that that was crazy. That yeah. was like, that was like a really good game. I I saw. I thought because it sort I sort of saw Wolves were making an impact, even though the in their during the championship. Yeah. So I mean, we saw what's it called? We were watching the menu game during during our podcast on Tuesday. They won man, they won two zero away to Swansea. Uh, do you watch the rest of the game, or do you just watch on the stream? I think I was watching. Uh, yeah, the stream. yeah. I mean, but Lingard's goal was nice. You're like we're talking about Lingard earlier. Uh, that's a good win for them. Obviously, away from uh, home from Swansea, uh, and then you had Chelsea beating Everton. Uh, that was actually obviously a good win. Like that—that right. that was probably the one big fixture from this round because you know you don't really see. I don't get how these odds work where these big teams draw each other in in the in the cup because I feel like on it's one fixed. hand, yeah, I feel on one hand like they always either avoid each other 
one year or the next year, like it's like they're always like uh, playing each other. Like so that makes right. no sense. So let's transition. Obviously, before I transition, Spurs also lost to West Ham. That's a big. That was that was a that's a big upset, honestly, because now um, you would have had literally Chelsea, Spurs, Man City, Man U, and Arsenal that's when, all in the fifth yeah, round. That's when uh, Harry Kane got injured. That is. Yeah. Okay. And he's not playing against United this week. That's big. That's big. Well. So. Uh, with that news in mind, let's talk about the the draw real quick. Um, obviously, for the I'm not sure when round five will happen, um, but okay, it says 18th of December, so that's not for a while. Do they talk about like the draw and where it is? Do they talk about it's gonna be like in China? I didn't see that, but uh, someone but, uh, said it was gonna be in China. I'm like, what the hell? Like, I don't know. Yeah, but there I I saw all this controversy yesterday in terms of the EFL Cup draw, where the Caribo Cup uh, they tried streaming the draw on Twitter, mm-hmm. like the actual draw on Twitter. And apparently Twitter like didn't stream it for them or something like that, and there was a whole miscommunication. Interesting. And they and they didn't stream it in the end, so it got like all these fans were freaking out because they literally didn't have the draw for an hour and a half and stuff, and no one knew what was happening. So apparently, right here, I have it, that Twitter had to Twitter literally had to issue a formal apology to the uh, to EFL uh, following these events. So I thought it was kind of funny uh, because kind of you had the draw being overshadowed by the actual competition. Yeah, like. it's, <laughs> there was more, yeah, more people tweeting about the competition than the actual draw. That's funny. Exactly. Yeah. I like that. But uh, the draw did happen, and you have, once again, these big teams avoiding each other, which was kind of funny, kind of ironic. Chelsea played Bournemouth at home. Arsenal played West Ham at home. West Ham fresh off beating Spurs. Maybe they can beat Arsenal and Spurs in consecutive rounds. That'd be kind of cool. Not for me, but in general. Yeah, yeah. Leicester City played Man City. That would be a good game. And Bristol City played Man U. Uh, I mean, let me just ask you real quick. What team do you think will take this competition the most seriously of those big four teams? And who do you see winning the Creepo Cup? Are you saying West Ham being a big team? No, in terms of like City, United, Arsenal, Chelsea. Uh, those are our big teams out of the picture here. I mean, so. I'd hope they'd all take it seriously. I mean, Guardiola seems to like like to win trophies, right? Yeah, I mean, but you see all these guys, like, especially we watched the Man U and Arsenal game, and they're playing their youngsters, like Nketia. Arsenal's bench were literally all kids who are on the 20, under 20. Well, then team. that's how you see that Arsenal's not taking it that serious, then. If they're going to, like, ultra depth in their rankings, right? Same thing with Man U, though. Yeah. Put on Lingard. I don't, even, I don't think any. De Gea wasn't starting, like. It's the same thing. I don't think is, who's playing for Man City right now. Too they probably no, bunch there. This is oh, this is just like yeah, like they had all their starters. They had, I think they had, uh, Ber- or Bernardo Silva. I mean, yeah, there's, there's Aguero. They Aguero had De- I just saw Dubrovnik right there too. Yeah, so. like, I mean, it was a good. That was a good game in my opinion. Like it was very back and forth. Yeah, but um, maybe City are taking it seriously then. So I don't know. Yeah, I I think the City might be taking it the most seriously. Yeah, this is something I do see City winning at the end of the day, honestly, because yeah. when it comes down to it, like you'll probably have Chelsea, Arsenal, City, and Man U all winning the yeah. round five. Because it's a good preamble to them winning the Premier League. Yeah. If I'm being honest. Yeah. Because you see what the points are like. This Man City or Man United drop points, right? It's a Huddersfield. Yeah. So you're gonna see that City's gonna sort of take advantage of that and yeah, uh, well, capitalize in the next couple of games. Yes, yeah, so, I mean look at round six, and you'll probably like have these teams not be able to avoid each other. Of course. And like you'll have like a matchup of like Chelsea Arsenal or City Arsenal or mm-hmm. City Chelsea or Man U Arsenal. Something I, like that, I think it's gonna be a City Arsenal. <laughs> some, yeah, yeah. I think it's, it's honestly a toss up of who takes it the most serious right. in terms of who plays their their full full strength team for that 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 round six, obviously, because that's what matters. Because I don't think there'll be any upsets here. Minus Leicester City maybe maybe beating Man City at home. I don't see that at it, all. It, it, that just comes down to Man City playing their strongest team yeah. or not playing their strongest team. Because maybe Leicester, Leicester take it seriously. Yeah, I don't think the yeah. fixture that they're going to have during that week game is going to be 
intense yeah. or the, as aggressive. So, yeah, what's the next thing we got going on? Uh, we wanted to mention real quick, uh, there is actually a pretty cool story. Um, a Romanian forward, he's 18 years old. Uh, his name is Cosmin Lambru. You, you actually mentioned this to me uh, before before the show. He, uh, he lost his hand when he was eight, when he was hit by a truck. Yeah. Um, and he actually made his professional debut. Ten years later. Uh, at the age of 18, ten years later, wearing a prosthetic hand. That's crazy, right? And I think this is like the first ever player to wear a prosthetic hand or arm or lever and play in professional competition. Yeah, I, think. I mean, power to him. Having the confidence and sort of playing with that and not taking crap from anyone yeah. and saying that he can do it. I love this because that gives so many people out there the confidence to do the same thing. Yeah, and like, yeah, I mean, it shows you that anything's possible. Like, not saying that not having a hand, you can't play soccer or football, but just in general, having being in that situation and sort of being, all right, I, I'm, I'm one less limb than you. I can still do just as well as you can. So Yeah, because I mean, people will probably have this misconception of that, the fact that since it's soccer, that you don't need your hands and stuff, and that like it's not like a, a very handy sport. But at the same time, though, like, think about him bracing his fall, him being physical and touching other players and stuff. Right. Like, he has to, it, it's tough to have one hand. Like, you know, that's not the easiest thing ever, so. Yeah. Show you this. Is this a Kyle Walker? Yeah, this is a Kyle Walker roast. I wish we could put, like, have video on here. Oh, yeah, but we, if, what's it called? Oh man, he's down for yeah, it. Yeah, <laughs> I told you. Right? Yeah, I used to do that. I mean, Alan Smith, the the, the modern day Messi over here. <laughs> no man, remember the last day of practice last year when I uh, hocus pocus Matt McKenzie? I've had so many practices since then that it's, sure. just, it's right. just a blur right. on video. I don't know. It was like we were doing one v ones and I hocus pocus Matt McKenzie and like sent him the opposite way and then I shelved it versus Nick over. But um, anyway, I don't know how you're making plays. <laughs> I mean. Yeah, I'm just reading the article right here. He played nine minutes today. Not, not today. I think it was yesterday, I want to say. Yeah. Nine minutes. And they've set all these obstacles and stuff. So, I mean, good for this guy. That's a pretty cool story to read about. Obviously, it's not in incredibly important in the world of soccer, but it's pretty cool to read about. And, like, it, it does What happens give, if he loses the arm during play? He'll probably just come off and they'll probably reattach it. I mean, I assume it's pretty attached on pretty tight. Yeah. Or it's got to be fastened into his arm yeah. somehow. I don't but yeah, good for him. That's pretty awesome. Yeah. And what else? What is the next? Yeah, one? next uh, we wanted to mention real quick uh, some games this weekend. It's actually a pretty exciting weekend for us. Uh, just in general, if you guys are watching soccer, uh, one of the big fixtures out of the Premier League or out of any of these English uh, leagues, Juventus is visiting AC Milan, and Higuain is actually looking to score his 100th Serie A goal mm -hmm. for uh, Juventus and Napoli, but for Napoli as well. Uh, what do you see the outcome of this game being? Are you watching the Serie A at all? Do you think you'll watch the game? Or is it just like, no, Higuain I mean, scores, I've whatever? I've seen highlights. <laughs> yeah. I mean, I've been watching highlights and watching BN Sport here and there and going on, the going on like, Twitter, and I'll see plays or goals or whatever is being scored. But, I mean, it seems that Higuain, he's adapted phenomenally to the league. Oh, yeah. From him being at Napoli and then going... And Madrid first, yeah. Yeah, Madrid. Well, from, yeah, I mean, I think, I think Serie A and, and La Liga are pretty similar, honestly. Yeah. In terms of competition. It's very technical. Yeah. Technical and competition. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Shout out to Higuain. Hope he scores his 100th goal. I'm not a big AC Milan fan. I, I like Juventus, honestly, if I have to pick a Serie A team. I have a lot of friends that are Napoli fans, so... I don't think they're too happy about Higuain leaving, honestly. <laughs> but yeah, hope he gets his 100th goal. I think the biggest fixture this weekend, though, it is in the EPL... You have Spurs uh, playing host to Man United. Actually, is it? Uh, it's at Old Trafford, you said, right? It's at Old Trafford. Yeah, never mind. So Man U's playing host to Spurs. Uh, and Spurs are looking to beat Man U. Uh, 
uh, for the first time consecutively in the league against Man United uh, since 1990. So Spurs have not beat Man U in two games back-to-back since 1990. Years. Huh? 20, 25, 26 years, 27 years. Yeah, yeah, so 27 oh, years, yeah. 27 so years. 27 years since they did that. Um, it's, at, it's at Old Trafford. Uh, you saw last weekend Man U obviously tying Liverpool away from home. What do you see this game? I think this is a big game. Honestly, Didn't Huddersfield like, play play United last week? Yeah, Huddersfield so, beat United. Yeah, so uh, um, they're in. They're kind of coming off of a tie and a shock loss. So I think like their confidence is probably down. All right, yeah, and their confidence is down. And uh, Harry Kane. Well, looking at the at Tottenham aspect of it, Harry Kane is not going to play this game, which is a big blow to Spurs. I mean. That's that's probably one of the best strikers and it's one of the best strikers in Europe right now and most and like best Spurs best goal scorer obviously yeah. too. So I think that it's going to be a good opportunity for someone to shift into that. How serious is injured? You know, I I didn't hear. Yeah, about I think it's goal. just like this game. Okay, so it's not yeah. bad, but uh, I think that's definitely a big absence for them. But uh, obviously, man, you still missing Pogba. Uh, I think you've seen they're handling it well. Yeah, uh, not not really. No. Good, man, they've 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 drawn and lost I mean, the past two games. I mean, they have, games. they have death. I'm saying they have death. Not saying the physical. Yeah, yeah, they definitely. have death. I think though, I, I think he definitely has a big absence. Obviously, yeah. at the end of the day, um, I think I'd see. How would you? What's your prediction for this game? I want to ask you real quick. What do you? What's the score you, you see in this game? One nil United. One nil United. Lukaku. Let's nail a prediction on this week. I want to get something right. I feel like obviously we're always really close. And one no, actually, all right, two nil United. Lukaku. 2-0. Lukaku and um, Rashford. I'm going to go for a 0-0 draw again. Okay. Because I think you've seen Man U being very conservative against big teams. Example of that of that uh, Man U-Liverpool game where like Liverpool wasn't is not the best team defensively, but you still saw Man U uh, going there and playing very defensively and very counter-attacking-wise, in conservative, obviously. Mm-hmm. And like... I think they'll be very wary of the challenge of Spurs, who are very dangerous on the counterattack as well, and just dangerous in general, who have a great defense, but as offense as well. So I'll, I'll honestly nail on a 0-0 tie. Go. All right. You stalemate, honestly. Like, All right. That's, that's fun. I see. All right, well, we have a few minutes left. Uh, I want to talk a little quick, too, about Liverpool. They're playing Huddersfield. They're playing host to Huddersfield. Um, I was going to ask you, do you think you'll have a repeat of last week's performance against Man U, where, the, where Huddersfield played brilliantly in 1-2-1? And do you think Liverpool are in danger of dropping more points here? I mean, looks like Huddersfield are coming out confident. Huddersfield are coming out confident with that win. Yeah, so I mean, so, do, do I you mean, think, do I think chance to... Well, it's going to be a sloppy game, in my opinion. Even at Anfield, though? Even at Anfield. Because you're going to have Huddersfield gunning for it every time they get the ball. On that counterattack, yeah. And going forward, so. I hope Liverpool drop points, I'm sorry. I hope they don't. <laughs> <laughs> I think that, that'd be a cool game to watch because they're going to be... Huddersfield will have... I can't imagine the, the confidence running through these guys after coming off beating Man United for the first time since, like, 1906 or something like that. Their like, manager's American, right? It's from the U.S. Oh, yeah. I, my brother plays ultimate team, and he sent me a picture of his team, and he has the... U.S. Manager, manager. yeah. It's great. I was, I was confused who it was, but, yeah, that's great for them. That's great kind of... Uh, what's it called? Uh, publicity for you know an American type of coach. Uh, I want to mention obviously that, but let's talk real quick before we wrap it up about the MLS uh, playoffs that's coming up. That oh started. yeah, that's actually very interesting. I like it. I'm actually very interested in the MLS right now. I mean, the, the what happened last night was pretty insane. What happened last night? Uh, <laughs> I'm not an MLS fan, Atlanta. So. Atlanta lost to Columbus. Yeah. On PKs, yeah. On PKs, yeah. Here, yeah. Zach Steffen made 12 saves. He's a former Bundesliga player, goalkeeper. And um, I saw Grant Wall tweeting at Grant Steffen 
and tweeting at U.S. Soccer. I mean, I don't know who the coach is right now, but some some Grant Wall was like, sign this kid up for the national team. Yeah, like, give him give him a shot because Timmy Timmy H is not going to be there for. Oh uh, yeah, no, he's for ever. For, forever, obviously. Uh, yeah, that's kind of for, even for me. I see Atlanta United playing so well these past yeah. few weeks. Because uh, in terms of how Tata we talk, Martino. yeah, yeah, we we talked about that a bunch of times. So I mean, I, that's kind of a shock to me to see them lose there. But uh, yeah, you had the knockout round. I think this is kind of an interesting format. What the legs? Yeah, it was n- not that, but it was a knockout round and then goes conference league. semifinals, conference finals, and then the MLS it's a Cup. College, bro. It, it sounds it, it, no, it sounds like the uh, what's it called? Uh, like the NBA. Yeah. With the conference finals, like both, like I would be too, like with the uh, conference with the AL division series and the conference championship Weird. BS thing, whatever it is. That's such an American thing to do, honestly. A knockout round. I don't. <laughs> What'd you say? Just whoever wins the wins the league wins the league, right? Yeah, they I mean, make it all it's, one it's, thing. It's it's uh, the way it's formed. I can see right here. It's the it's the one and two seed mm-hmm. from the East Western, each Western Conference and the Eastern Conference. They have a bye, and then the two, the I guess the three, wow, four, the three, four, five, and six teams all play each other. <laughs> so I guess three and six play, four and five play, three and six, four and five in the Eastern and Western. For both conferences, uh, well, yeah, and then they end up playing there. So imagine, I mean, yeah, imagine having like in New York City having like four soccer teams, like how London has four teams. That'd be pretty cool. I mean, you have the Cosmos eventually, who could honestly be a team because right now you have NYCFC and Red Bulls, but you can see the Cosmos eventually maybe coming up. Who knows? Right. They they have a decent program there. So I mean, you never know. You had NYC came out of nowhere, didn't it? NYCFC, yeah. That was like two, three years ago. That came out of nowhere, and you have great players playing there, and all of a sudden they're ranked. And they have a bye. Right. They're ranked number two right. in, in the East. So. And I was thinking about like, all right, you have like Crystal Palace, uh, Arsenal, um, Chelsea, Chelsea, West Ham, West Ham, all in London, Tottenham, all in London. Yeah, and like, but in defense, the in its defense, though, London is a larger city than New York City. Well, in terms of general size, because you have different, you have different parts of London. Yeah, I'm just saying, like, where like you know, I'm not, just think about it though. Imagine having five different soccer stadiums in the city of New York City. That'd think be about awesome. that. That'd be fucking crazy. Yeah, but I mean, you have like you have Yankee Stadium and you have what do they NYC see? They're still playing they play stadium, right? Yankee yeah, stadium. so they're playing in a baseball stadium, which is like, but imagine it's trying to. I mean, but imagine trying to zone out. Five different stadiums in New York City. Yeah, you go to like New York, like urban areas of New York. That's that's what they have to do. But like if you know yeah. how unions in Chester. Yeah. Like that's like the most open part of the city. Yeah. What I'm just trying, I'm just trying to get at is the fact that like London, they have those stadiums already zoned and stuff. All right. So All within right, the fair. city itself, the, the, yeah, the soccer is right there in the city. Or in terms of like the only only reason why NYCFC has a stadium to play at in New York City is because they're playing at the baseball stadium that's True. been built already. Disgusting, but yeah. yeah. Um, who do you think is going to win the MLS Cup? Um, for me, I honestly want to say Toronto FC because I actually took a look at their roster the other day and I was very impressed. Like they have like out the door, and then you have Giovanco. Giovanco. Yeah. I was like, I was like, what? Because like I'm not a huge MLS fan, obviously. Yeah, look and, at like, their roster right now. Yeah, yeah I was, was going to pull it up, but uh, I'm not a huge MLS fan, and I was so surprised to see the fact that like, they had Giovanco. Like this guy is like and Michael Bradley. Yeah, Giovanco, out the door, Bradley, Osorio. Some of these guys who like you don't hear about too much, but like at the same time though, it's like they they play well also, like and they look very good. And like you would never see three or four years ago someone like Sebastian Juve. He's thirty now, so he's he came here at twenty six. At twenty six, that's insane. 
And he is a quality player too. Who's uh, I, I saw? Do you see his free kick versus uh, Atlanta? He chugged. He chugged a beer before that. <laughs> that's so funny. Man's yeah. Man, um, get you a man that can do both. A <laughs> score free kick and chug you a beer. Uh, how about you? Who do you think is gonna win it? Um, I don't. I don't like saying this, but Red Bulls. You think so? The sixth seed. Maybe they smashed. Who they smashed? Chicago Fire. Yeah, they smashed Chicago Fire four nilly, and, and it was with ease. It seems with ease, Bradley Wright Phillips, and um, what's his face, Kleschenson. Wow. Okay, that's sort a sort of. Bold, I mean, bold I mean, it's bold, yeah. bold, yeah. But also, all right, my or Columbus Crew, because they got so close last year. I think it would be one of the one or two seeds, just the way that MLS is set what up. What seed is? They'll obviously, they'll be more fresh and stuff. Keep, keep in mind, though, obviously, they've not played a yeah. already knockout round game. They're fresh, yeah, and they obviously have all the odds on their side. I don't so. think that New York City FC has the like legs for. Yeah, has the depth. For, I couldn't really comment. I mean, on that, yeah, but. fair, fair. But I mean, this is what makes MLS more interesting now that the playoffs are coming around because you can see the top quality and like. It seems that the teams that have the most European style or the most foreign style of like how a club is run, so like Toronto, um, Seattle, Portland, um, Vancouver, like you see like the French, they have like a French influence on them. They have like a European style. Yeah, they actually have a in terms of the, the, their best players are right. all that. And they have a soccer for, specific yeah. stadium. Um, their facilities are top notch. Well, not top. Well, they're very, very for, for U.S. For soccer. U.S. They're soccer, top notch, yeah. top notch, and they provide the best for their for their teams, for their academies, etc. So, I mean, New York Red Bulls. I mean, they're okay. All they have are a couple foreign guys. They have really good young guys. So I don't know. It'll be interesting. Yeah. I mean, I honestly think that well, we have to go see enough practice, but yeah. I honestly think that we will. Uh, get to see some pretty good games, and I, I honestly will probably give it a chance. Like I'm yeah. gonna watch it. It's on Fox Sports One on ESPN as well too, so like it's very watchable. And I think like I'm honestly, I I'm actually like I can generally say I'm I would be kind of excited to watch Toronto FC versus Red Bulls. Like that sounds pretty mm-hmm. exciting to watch. I, I can't believe I'm saying that, but I'm definitely gonna gonna give it a chance, and, and we'll see where it goes. Do you think also? Do you think um, the team of the team of the year on FIFA will be good this year? Do you think like you're gonna? Well, it's giving me the, the same as as usual, but yeah. Or do you think you're gonna like? I mean, money wise, attempt to go and if, buy packs and if 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 the players are pretty good and like if the odds, I'll probably obviously watch pack openings first. Right. And if I see, see like pack every hundred k pack opening, you get a team of the year. Like it's, if it's almost guaranteed, then right. obviously I'll try it. But I'm sure there'll be squad building challenges where you can get like untradeable. Uh, player of the year is obviously. Yeah. So, I mean, like I like I, a bench one or whatever. Yeah, yeah. I, I have an I have an untradeable Ozil on my bench. Uh, I just in my club because I have the right. other screen one now, so obviously I can kind of use that wherever I want. Um, so I mean, yeah, we'll see. You can do what is it? I think like the player of the month, the Harry Kane one. No, the Harry Kane one, but like in general, if there's an Arsenal one. Imagine if there's like a Mesut Ozil player of the month. Oh yeah, I, that's like ninety one rated. Yeah, that'd be insane. Yeah, I mean, because I, I have the scream Ozil and, and Ozil regular too. Ozil too. So you yeah. can use like. Oh man! Yeah, Isn't I don't know. That I, I have a full team of Arsenal players. Just I'm oh, so did you, so you did that? Do you start doing that? Yeah, I'm, I have like I have Ozil, Kolasinac, uh, Koscielny, Bellerin, Monreal, uh, Jaka, Mustafi. Nah, yeah, he's real cheap. He's like five k. I can yeah. usually get him. But I've I kind of like will just if I get him in packs or something, I'll store him. I'll use right. him. But like I mean, I don't really go out my way to spend coins on Arsenal players. But mm-hmm. I, I want Lacazette. Dude. If That's I were to make want. a team right now, and like if I had my Xbox like at school, I was gonna make a Brazilian squad. Like Premier League Brazilian, and then like Douglas Costa, 
Um, he's cheap. He's actually like 10K too. Yeah. yeah. I was going to do uh, Gabriel Jesus, um, Douglas Costa. Yeah, he's, he's really good. Yeah. Um, and uh, Felipe Anderson. Um, Inform um, Gustavo. Luis Gustavo. Luis yeah, Gustavo. he's cheap. He's, he's like not, 15K, right? Yeah, yeah, he's not bad at all. And then, great long shots, yeah. great physical stats, yeah. And then left back. I forget who the left back is, but... I think it's like either Alex Marcelo. Marce- oh, Marcelo's like 150k. He is. I think so. You can get Wendell. He's a. Or we have Wendell. He's like a 70, 77, yeah. but he's very quick. Ederson, Marquinhos, uh, is um, David Luiz. The guy from Roma is he Brazilian? Oh, the uh, Jesus guy. Yeah. He's oh he's real cheap. Yeah, he's Brazilian. He's so fast. He's like eighty one paces something yeah. like that for a center back. Yeah. Yeah. And, he's um, real good. Right back. I don't know if I want to go. Um, I might try that honestly. Thing is, I, was, I know you don't like silvers or non-rares, but like I feel like that team would be insane. Like having having like a fourth of a four three two one. Yeah. With like um, Gabriel Jesus, um, Douglas Costa, Felipe Anderson. Yeah. Your three midfielders, one being um, Firmino. Yeah. Uh, Gustavo. Um, and you can maybe convert a left mid a left. Midfielder, left winger to yeah. to center midfielder. Yeah, I mean, I mean, I won't. I kind of am not into my Serie A team as much anymore. I, right, was, I was might say you might, I might sell it soon and, and convert. I mean, that I'd might like, be one of our episodes then. Yeah, we should try and do like a video broadcast of that, like yeah. a live of that. That'd be cool. But we'll we'll progress that. I know Billy's got to get to practice. Sorry if this dragged on, Bill. My bad. No, you're fine. I I I'm, I can I'll just run there. I got yeah, time. I mean. Also, coach, I'm furthering my life. I am doing other productive things outside of no, man, my soccer's your life, soccer man. practice. Soccer's your life, man. But I'm saying out of my practice. Steve I'm knows <laughs> soccer's, soccer's life, man. He knows best. All right, well, we will be back again on Tuesday. Uh, hopefully, the, we'll have a pretty exciting uh, weekend, and we have Champions League returning next Tuesday uh, and Wednesday, so that's pretty cool. Uh, you should watch Stranger Things, too. It's on Netflix now. I will Season look two. into it. I mean, I got a date party tonight, and then afterward, I'll probably just be chilling with my girlfriend watching. Yeah, like if Netflix, she has Netflix, yeah. take a look because if yeah. if you saw season one, season two is available now. Yeah. Obviously, I'm excited for Halloween. I'm, I'm gonna be pretty hydrated, so we'll see. <laughs> Hydration is key this weekend. All right, uh, yeah, everyone, see. have a great weekend. Stay hydrated. Yes, lads. And whatever various way you decide to stay hydrated, whether it's water or whatever choice of uh, your drink, have a great weekend. We'll see you guys next Tuesday. Have Goodbye. A great weekend. Goodbye. <laughs>